Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Listen to some of the best in modern audio drama right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated restricted for anyone listening under the age of 17. Frequent or prolonged examples of adult situations, violence, or coarse language may apply. All better audio. We're not just good. We're all better. Attention! This is a production from the 4077. Making audio sound all better. But that is all. program, The Adventures of Philip Marlowe, starring Van Heflin. The Green Hornet. If you like music with the boogie beat, here's a little ditty that's really all right. Matzo Breakfast Cereal and Nosh Cafe Coffee presents Lance Hardwick Mysteries. With his trusty sidekick, Dick Reardon. Tonight's episode, Meshuganas from Space, Part 2. Lance Hardwick, Dick Reardon, and Ida O'Shaughnessy are leaving the Roswell Police Station when they encounter a strange being erratically running toward them, making strange noises. I can't believe my eyes. Agent Ace Stompers. I've been right behind you for days since the mayor's party. You've been running since we left home? Why didn't you drive? And Lance thinks I'm stupid. (laughs) No. My car ran out of gas. Five miles up the road. Well, we're going to Santa Rosa. You can come with us. Oh, uh, this is Ida O'Shaughnessy. Ida O'Shaughnessy, the famous reporter. We've met before. It seems that you always get the scoop on stories before Crass investigates them. That's suspicious. What can I say? I'm good at my job. What about your car, Agent Stompers? I called for it to be picked up by Crass. I didn't want to miss you folks. I have more details on your case. Hey, I can always use more information. So can I. Spill it, Agent Stompers. Crass believes the Roswell case and these murders are connected. And we have compelling evidence. How? 
Are you familiar with Nikola Tesla, the famous inventor, electrical engineer, and female impersonator and flamenco dancer? Gosh, they never taught us that in school. Sorry, the pages were stuck together. That's another case. Well, anyway, you know that he was found dead in 1943 after he had an appointment with a man named Hans Spinell. It was rumored that he was a Russian or Nazi spy sent to murder him. But we know Tesla died of natural causes. I think not. A photograph of what looks like Tesla. And a jukebox in a bar. Let me see. That is Tesla, but that is not a jukebox. Uh, what is it? We believe that Tesla's death was a cover-up, and that the jukebox in the photograph is, in fact, Dr. Hans Spinell. Famous Nazi scientist and all-around naughty person. They seem awfully chummy. Hmm. So, Tesla's a bad guy working with the Nazis. That bar is obviously a U.S. military establishment. This photograph was taken by me. I managed to infiltrate the small officers' club out in the Arizona desert right after our Chunica adventure. It was a Christmas party, and I was disguised as the Christmas Bunny. Don't you mean Santa Claus? Hmm, maybe that's why the MPs threw me out. But not before I managed to snap this photo proving that Tesla is alive, and that he was taken by our government. So, what does this have to do with our uh, murder investigation? That will be revealed very shortly. But I believe that this case begins before the Roswell crash of 47. And that they are both related. We flash back to 1946, just a few days before the rebuilt space vehicle is ready to launch. Fox, I authorize the men to have a little R&R while the circus is in town. Excellent news, General Nuisance. The men will be glad to blow off the steam. Hangar 17 and a half, Lieutenant Fox here. Yes, sir. <clears throat> General, the President is on the phone. Give me that phone, Lieutenant. Yes, Mr. President. We launch in three days, sir. Yes, sir. I understand that you cannot be here personally. You're sending the Director here. But, but Mr. President. Yes, sir. We will have the place ready for inspection. Goodbye, sir. Do we get some time off to enjoy the circus? Ooh, I love those girls at the circus. Don't you agree, Dr. Spinell? Yeah, I would enjoy some time away from hard labor. My gears are wearing out. I too would like a little break. I'm too old to be working at this pace. Dr. Tesla, you told me that your team had at least 24 hours more work to do. Finish the spaceship and then you can rest. You and Hughes can go to the circus for their final show tomorrow night. But Spinal, we can't allow you to leave the compound. I will comply. My appearance would be startling to the common human. Good. Now that we have that settled, get to work. Santa Rosa, New Mexico. Quiet little town. Um, uh, 
What are we looking for, Ida? A fried chicken franchise. There it is. Mother Cluckers Western Fried Chicken. Mmm, I'm hungry. Go ahead, get some food, why don't you? Maybe they do breakfast. It seems that a young man was killed here last August. Chester Dobbs. He was employed by Mother Clucker as an advertising mascot. He would stand in front of the restaurant and shout out, Cluck you, wouldn't you like to taste my juicy breasts and thighs? Oh my, that could be construed as a bit bracy. Perhaps that upset our potential clients, and they simply attacked him. It may not have anything to do with this serial killer. Perhaps. Let's talk to the owner and see what he has to say about it. They're busy for breakfast. I'm, I see Dick sitting there, stuffing his face. I, I don't see matzo cereal on the menu, though. It's my favorite breakfast treat. And kids, don't forget to send in those box tops to get our special prize, your very own Roswell UFO toy. Eh, let's see. I wouldn't mind some uh, chicken and um, waffles. Uh, eh, I'll try it. Next. I'd like three orders. Of the chicken and waffles with coffees, please. That'll be a dollar ninety-five. Take a seat. We'd also like to talk to the owner. Is he available? I'm the owner. So you're Mother Clucker. That's just a franchise name. My name is Goldie Fishbaum. Miss Fishbaum. Mrs. I beg your pardon. We'd like to ask you a few questions about the event that took place last August. I already told the police everything I know. Some crazy man stabbed Chester Dobbs 17 times after he kissed him on the forehead. There was blood and feathers everywhere. Can you give us a description? Uh, we're investigating a possible string of our related murders. That clown was a serial killer? Oi! Oi is right. That crazy clown is the best thing that ever happened in my business. I'm getting customers from all over the state to see where the chicken was killed. The corporate office says our sales are the best in the chain. They're even considering staging fake murders in front of every location as a publicity gimmick. Let's eat and get to our next investigation. I'm starving. It seems that this clown is our man, but why? I'm sure we'll discover the answer soon. A killer clown. What a world we live in. Oh, I forgot to mention that Crass discovered that a circus was performing about 160 miles west of Roswell, just a week before the first murder. Really? So they've all missing a clown? Not just a clown, Lance. Four of them. This flashback takes place two nights after the last flashback. The final performance of the circus ended a few hours ago. Four clowns in full makeup and costumes sit around a campfire, drinking and talking. Gentlemen, great performance tonight. Those pies were flying everywhere. <laughs> you guys were hilarious. Here's a play under mail. Desmond Walker, 
cash and the perfume letter. Oh, da la. <coughs> yep, <Yeah>, right here. <coughs> oh, yowza. It's from Fifi. Charlie Watts, uh, cash, no man. <coughs> that's, that's me. Got nobody writing to me anyway. <laughs> Martin Kladner. Cash and a postcard. It's Morty. Uh, how many times do I have to tell ya? What, what about me? I'm I'm waiting on a letter from my wife. Um, um Lucius J. Barrels. Cash and a letter. You gentlemen, have a good night. We'll start pulling up stakes in the morning. Be sober enough to work, eh? So, what did Fifi have to say, Desmond? Uh, just how much she loves me and misses me. <laughs> so, uh, Lucius, bad news? She can't do this to me! you know, Morty. Get out of my way! But, Lucius, hey, we're all friends here. What? what, what? Still pay for this. You okay, Dad? Dez, you, you all right? Yeah. Oh, good thing I was drunk, or I'd have kicked his butt for that. Hey, uh, he, he dropped the letter. What's it, what's it say? I'm a-reading it, hold on. I'm leaving you to work with my sister at the chicken ranch. Money won't be a problem for me there. Goodbye forever, Lucille. Let's go after him. You can't get away with punching a fellow performer. Circus folks are family. We don't stand for that. And anyway, he owed me five bucks. Come on, fellas. Let's go. You with us, Des? Sure. Why not? Mm. Oh, I'm with you, brothers. You ever notice how funny we walk with these big shoes? <laughs> Let me see. Walk for me. <laughs> you walk funny even without them clown shoes, Charlie. <laughs> hey, guys. Look here. This must be where them Air Force guys came from. There sure were a lot of them at each show, but... I didn't know their base was so close. I wanted to be in the Air Force, but I was 4F. 
Why were you 4F, Charlie? <laughs> These big, fat feet. <laughs> uh, big, flat feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cracked me up. Come on. Shh. They might hear us. Ooh-wee. I got some big hangers here. I've seen you in the shower, Charlie. <laughs> you got some big hangers, too. <laughs> uh, oh, 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 that hurt. Oh, I think uh, I got a concussion from when, when I, when, when I got punched. Get up, you idiot. That's okay. I'll sleep here, Mom. I want to listen to... Jack Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take him inside. Maybe we can sober him up. Wow. Looks like a flash Gordon enemy spaceship. Yeah. Sort of like a big silver pie pan. You want to look inside a Mongo spaceship? Why not? I ain't got nothing better to do. We'll find Mig the Muffler for us or whatever. Charlie, you said Mig the Muffler. It's Murph the Mink. <laughs> Las Vegas, New Mexico. This was a location of a double murder. That little Italian restaurant over there was the gruesome location where the DePasta brothers met their fate. Oh, two brothers killed together. That's so sad. There was a witness, Angela DePasta, wife of Mario DePasta. Perhaps we should let Ida speak with the widow. I think she might be open to a woman asking questions. I agree. I'll just let you do your little investigative reporter thing. <laughs> Follow me, gentlemen. Uh, the restaurant is closed, Lance. Uh, I, I see that. <laughs> uh, where do you think she is, Ida? It's a small town. The only business I see that is open is at bar over there. I wouldn't mind wetting my whistle. Dick, um... Uh, this is not a place you're allowed in. You must be uh, 21. Just, um, just wait outside here. We uh, shouldn't be long. Oh, okay, Lance. Uh, I'll just sit here and read my Superman comic book. Barkeep, three of your finest beers. We're looking for Angela de Pasta. Perhaps you might know where we can find her? Oh, uh, over there in the corner. She's a regular here. Such a sad story. Thank you, sir. 
Hello, Mrs. DePasta? Angela, that's me. You another reporter? I guess I look the part, I suppose. Yes, my name is Ida O'Shaughnessy. I wanted to ask you a few questions about the... the event. <laughs> event. That's what you reporters all call it. Nobody wants to say double murder, huh? Spare the feelings of a grieving widow. If it's too uncomfortable. <sighs> no. No, I've told the story so many times now. One more time won't matter. Is it all right if my colleagues join us? We're all working on the same case. Sure. Why not? Go get your friends. I'll be waiting. Superman! No! Not the evil alien overlord! You know he's been on enslaving the Earth! Gulp! It was right before the lunchtime rush. I was in the kitchen with my husband, Mario, and my brother-in-law, Luigi. We had a special that day. Chicken Alfredo. Fifty cents with coffee and dessert. I say, Angela, if you and Luigi can handle setting the tables, I'll begin the lunch special, eh? What? Whatever you say, my love. Wait a minute. They were British? <laughs> Why were they named Mario and Luigi de Pasta? Oh, I should have explained. When they came through Ellis Island, their paperwork got mixed up with two brothers from Naples. I believe they were, um, plumbers. Once the paperwork was signed, the immigration office would allow them to change it. So, they decided to open up an Italian restaurant when they got here. The name seemed to fit. Hi, I know what you mean. When I came here from the old country, my name was Laszlo Horowitz. After they Americanized it, I became Lance Hardwick, Yiddish detective. That sounds like a name for a detective. The funny thing is, um, I was one in the old country, too, so, um, please, uh, c continue. Oh, I love that tune. Cooking and singing, my two passions. Now, get these chicken tenderloins ready for dinner. This evening breeze caressed bellies, tenderloins, carrots and peas, parmesan cheese, Tenderloins, the noodles and I come wandering by a side dish of pie is free. Chicken was kissed by salt and mist, tenderloins. I can't forget how chickens met tenderloins. That song! 
Sit down and, and chat about this, old chap. Maybe over a spot of tea? <laughs> What's wrong, Alfredo? Chicken? What, what a terrible joke! My name is Mario. Now, now see here. He threw me to the floor and lunged toward Mario. Kissed him on the forehead like he did Luigi. Then... <laughs> Thank you, Angela. We have enough information now. It's tragic. I'm beginning to see a pattern here. But I'm not sure what it all means yet. It, it makes no sense. There's still one vital clue missing. That's not the only thing missing. Where is Richard? He's uh, sleeping. Uh, Take off, Dick. Oh, 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 what? Oh, Lance, the alien, he came back and, and, and he gave me this letter. I think this might be the vital clue we've been waiting for. How fortuitous. I know, the, the first murder. What kind of a farm was that? Poultry, I believe. Exactly as I thought. Then the second murder was a man in a chicken suit. The next was in a restaurant serving Chicken Alfredo. The guy must really hate chicken. Oh, and there's more. This letter was written uh, by uh, Lucille Barrows, who left her husband, Lucius J. Barrows. Wait, that was the name of one of the missing clowns from the circus. So, uh, where do we go next? The next murder took place in Las Vegas at an amusement attraction. Was it chicken-related? A man had a chicken who could beat anybody at tic-tac-toe. He was stabbed when the customer lost the game. He also took the chicken. As far as we know, that was the last murder. I believe that there was one more that the police did not investigate because it was so remote and uh, so... Secret that the war didn't know it existed. Where, Lance? Where? About 30 miles west of Las Vegas, Nevada is a... Um, um, how can I say this uh, delicately? I've heard it all, Lance. Just tell us. A place for women of... Uh, ill repute um, sell their... Um, Oh, you mean like my mom at the bake sales at church? No, Dick. Uh, This is a place that only the very well-connected even know exist. You're talking about... Yes. We must get to Nevada as quickly as possible. Only there will we find the final clue. To the chicken ranch! And is what happened there is what I think happened. That place will not reopen again for, um, at least 30 years. Let's go! 
We have a long drive ahead of us. Our final flashback this episode takes place in 1946, the day after the spaceship was stolen. Strike up the band the moment the director exits the plane. Collins. As well you should, General. Um, the director wasn't able to come? We were told... Too many pressing matters to come here in person. Our officers are quite busy. Yes, sir, I understand. But we have an, um, issue that we will need to discuss. After I see the vehicle, General. This launch today is critical. The director of the QLT-7 is most anxious to receive my report. That's what we need to discuss. The vehicle is... Don't tell me that the vehicle is not spaceworthy. I can assure you that the vehicle is definitely spaceworthy. Then what is the problem? It... Um... Did Hughes take it for another joyride and crash it again? I can tell you that I am not to blame here. Not this time. You cannot blame me either. Me either. The ship is operating well above our expectations. Where is the spaceship? Sir, I can explain. I don't want to hear your feeble excuses, General. I expect answers. It was stolen. We heard that a couple clowns went missing from a local circus. We believe they took it. Do you expect me to believe that clowns took the most top-secret project that we have created since the A-bomb? Where is it now? By our calculations, it has passed the orbit of the moon. And it is accelerating. It should be beyond Mars in just a few weeks. It is faster than we expected. (laughs) Build another one. Now listen here. Enough is enough. I am out of here. I am too old to do this a third time. I quit! Agent Collins! Hughes just took your plane! I will build another spaceship for you. I remember every single part that Hughes and Tesla designed. And I have a few modifications that will make it even better this time! General, get Dr. Spinell anything he needs. I can't even have this spot ready to fly in two years instead of three! Excellent, Doctor. Excellent. We'll have it complete before the 1948 elections. The President will be pleased. I will give my report to the QLT-7. They will not be pleased. Now get me a plane. General, have your men capture Tesla again. Same treatment. Yes, sir. Fox! I'm on it, General. And shoot down my plane, take Hughes into custody, wipe his memory of this project, put him in another plane, and have it crash in California. Somewhere upscale.
Howard Hughes, famous flyer and sportsman, was dragged out of this wreckage of an experimental plane he was testing. He was seriously injured. After ripping the corner from two homes in Beverly Hills, California, the plane finally plunged into this house. The force of the impact virtually wrecked the building and caused the plane to catch fire. The flyer said that the accident was due to motor failure shortly after his takeoff. He failed to make a crash landing on a golf course. Oh, no. What a way to end an episode. You're going to have to come back next time to hear the exciting conclusion to Meshuganus from Space. Tonight's episode, Meshuganus from Space, Part 2, was written, directed, and produced by Victor Aurelius and Jeff Niles. Featured in the cast were Victor Aurelius as the announcer, Dick Reardon, and Desmond Walker. Jonathan Patrick Russell as Agent Ace Stompers. Jeff Niles as Lance Hardwick and the Paymaster. Sharon Bloomberg as Ida O'Shaughnessy. Timothy French as General Nuis Sanz. Glenn Hibbert as Lieutenant Fox. Keith Donovan as Howard Hughes. Ted Wenskus as Hans Spino. David Schutz II as Tesla and the Barkeep. Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Goldie Fishbaum. Carrie Ayers as Charlie Watts and Mario DePasta. Pete Lutz as Morton Klebner and Agent Collins. Terrence Dry as Lucius J. Barrows. Cat Waterflame as Angela DePasta. And James P. Quick as the Alien Voice. Music by Kevin McLeod. I'm Yours by Billie Holiday. Round Midnight by Thelonious Monk. Tenderly by Henry Mancini. Military Marches by John Philip Sousa. And Klezmerica. Sound designed by Victor Aurelius. This radio serial is sponsored by Matzo Breakfast Cereal, their Lance's favorite. And Nash Cafe Coffee. Gay Schlafen swears by it. Copyright the 4077th and All Better Audio 2015. This has been an All Better Audio production. This production was stitched together by, by the 4077. Making audio, audio sound, sound all better. Are you in the mood for a good laugh? <laughs> or maybe a good scream? How about some childlike wonder? Or a thought-provoking mystery? Then get your ears ready for a treat, because the Mutual Audio Drama Network presents shows every day for your enjoyment. Each day is a different genre featuring the talents of a huge pool of audio drama masters. Oh, and some clever comedy creators as well. <laughs> Subscribe to the Mutual feed and get them all, or choose the genres you really love. Ooh. You'll find the Mutual Audio Network at all your favorite places, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, EarBuddies, Podcast-O-Rama, Casting Call, Codpast, and wherever quality shows are found. Okay, I made a few of those up. Or simply go online to MutualAudioNetwork.com. And of course, it's all free. free. The Mutual Audio Drama Network. Listen and imagine together. Maintaining social distancing, of course.